<sighs> okay, here we go. The other day, I was inspired to make a video for my YouTube channel where I demonstrated all the kind of weird ways that I use my treadmill. Sure, sometimes I just run on it, but why be so boring? Why be so limited? That's no way to get your second wind. My name is Brock Armstrong, and this is Second Wind Fitness. Before we get started, as you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But... If you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest device, I'm what you would call a coffee snob, if you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com slash coffee. I can already hear it in my head in some cheesy FM radio announcer voice. Treadmills, they're not just for running anymore. <laughs> as goofy as that might sound, it's true. If you go to brockarmstrong.com slash dreadmill, you can find a video of me doing some pretty strange stuff on my treadmill. Now, let me start by saying this. I am not one of those people who actually dislikes running on a treadmill. I actually quite enjoy it. The term dreadmill is not one that I will use, unless someone makes me do some really long, boring, steady-state run for more than an hour or so without a hockey game on my iPad to enjoy while I run or something like that. But even though I think the treadmill does actually fill a pretty great role in my own fitness regimen, especially for some mixed workouts or some very targeted sprint or hill training, I am still 100% on board with finding new and exciting ways to use any machine that is currently cluttering up my house in ways that maybe the manufacturer would call unintended usage. Now, I personally own a Bowflex T10 that features its own proprietary JRNY, I believe it's supposed to be pronounced journey software. And while I totally dig the dedicated run workouts that come packaged with the journey software, I especially like putting on travel destinations where I've actually been on the screen while I run. It's kind of cool to see some stuff I'm familiar with. You know, I'm also happy to share with you all these seven fun and perhaps a little bit wacky ways to use the treadmill. And in that video, the exercises that I demonstrate are the calf strut, the bear crawl, a side shuffle backwards run, a mountain climber, plank walk, duck walk, and walking lunge. And don't worry, I'm going to give a quick breakdown of how to do each one of those exercises for those of you who don't enjoy visiting YouTube or my website. 
Again, that's brockarmstrong.com or brockarmstrong.com slash YouTube. But before I get into explaining anything, a word of caution. Some of these exercises have a steep learning curve and they take some time to practice. So until you have them totally nailed down, make sure you err on the side of having your treadmill set too slow rather than too fast, okay? Your front teeth will thank me when they are still in your head instead of embedded in the treadmill's console, if you know what I mean. Now, all right, let's start with the calf strut. Now, to do this one, you basically just walk in a slightly exaggerated way. The most important modifications that you make to your larger-than-life strut are raising yourself up onto your toe and driving your knee up to hip height on each step. You can also pause briefly in the toe-balanced high-knee pose and then continue to step forward. And here's a pro tip. You can do this anywhere, not just on a treadmill. In fact, I like doing it when I'm walking home from the grocery store with a heavy backpack full of food to add a little extra weight. The next exercise is the bear crawl. Now to do a bear crawl, you just start on all fours with your knees a little bit off the ground, and then you just crawl forward by taking a tiny step with your right arm and your left leg at the same time-ish, and then another step with your left arm and your right leg. But make sure you keep on your toes and your hands. That's all that's touching the ground. Now, the next exercise is the side shuffle and backwards run, which is exactly what it sounds like. You can start by just jogging normally on the treadmill facing forward, then turn yourself sideways and do a shuffle or a gallop for 10 or 15 gallops. Then pivot again and jog backwards for 10 or 15 steps before you switch to the other side and then gallop or shuffle on that side. You get the idea. And the next exercise is the mountain climber. And this one is kind of upping the ante a little bit. Now we're really cooking. Now, so this time you stand at the foot of the belt of your treadmill, facing away from the treadmill, then put your hands on the floor and then your feet on those guardrails on either side of the belt. Basically, you're in a push-up position behind the treadmill with your feet on the treadmill. Then when you're ready, put your feet onto the belt and walk your feet one by one along with the movement of the treadmill. It's pretty fun, actually. Now, the next one is the plank walk, which is similar to the last one, but this time you have your hands on the motor or the the front housing of your treadmill, and you're facing the correct direction on the treadmill. It can almost feel like you're doing a sled push on the treadmill, especially if you keep the pace of the treadmill set really slow so you can focus on powerful strides rather than quick, speedy ones. And the next one is the duck walk. And you probably guessed that this movement mimics the way that a duck walks. Now you can start this movement simply by walking on the treadmill and then with each step, see how low you can go until you are in as deep a lunge as you can muster. Now here's a pro tip. Beginners, you can stick with a shallow lunge, keeping your knees higher off the ground. But you advanced duck walkers, you can lower yourself right down until your front knee nearly touches the treadmill or the ground. And the final exercise is the walking lunge. So for this one, you just take a wide step forward with your, say, left foot and plant it roughly a meter, probably a little bit less in front of you, allowing your back heel to lift off the ground as you step forward. Then transfer your weight onto that front foot and stand straight back up. 
Now pause with both feet together until you are in the middle of the belt, lengthwise the middle, before you step forward with your right foot. This is to make sure you've got enough room for each step. And here's a pro tip. This is actually a harder movement to do very slowly than it is to do at a quicker pace. So if you really want a challenge, keep that speed set slow. Now I'm going to get to the crux of why I'm telling you all of this, but first we need to pay our membership fees. Do you like to shop on amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. So, okay, I just spent a whole lot of time telling you some really specific ways to use a treadmill, but my greater point for this episode is to demonstrate that by being creative, we can turn even the most <laughs> dreaded of exercise machines into a fun game, a game that not only challenges our fitness, but allows us to expand our balance, coordination, mobility, stability, flexibility, agility, and accuracy Remember those from a few episodes ago, the components of fitness? Yeah. So, while running on a treadmill or cycling on a stationary bike can be good for our heart, our lungs, and our legs, it is a biomechanically repetitive set of movements. And again, I am not yucking anyone's yums. I love running and cycling, but I also know that my body craves more than that. I mean, let's face it. After months of performing the same movements again and again, your body will become very efficient at performing those specific movements. And while that's advantageous for sport and competition, it severely limits the level of your overall fitness and also limits your potential for health and wellness in general. Now, I've often been heard saying or seen writing these words, In my perfect world, calorie counters would be banned from all exercise machines. Instead, I would add number of limbs moved, or variety of planes used, or even better, I'd add a level of enjoyment meter. Now, the reason that I'm much more interested in the number of limbs involved in an exercise or the variety of planes or levels involved in that movement is for many of the same reasons that I encourage you to do more than just run on your treadmill. Now, to borrow an analogy from my favorite biomechanist, Katie Bowman, Let's think of movement as nutrients, just for a moment. In the same way that we need many different food groups to be a healthy and well-fed human, we also need a variety of movements each day. So let's say you only ever use your Peloton bike for your exercise time. Well, then you're getting more than your RDA or your recommended daily allowance of vitamin stationary cycling. See what I mean? But... Then, if you're getting all of those stationary cycling nutrients, what about your other movement nutrients? You can equate this idea to solely eating a clump of broccoli most mornings. And 
that's how broccoli sold, right? In, in clumps? I'm pretty sure. Anyway, broccoli, sure, it's healthy, it's yummy, but it's missing many important micro and macronutrients. So another example is sitting. We all certainly get our fill of vitamin sitting, but how much of vitamin hanging or vitamin squatting do we get on a daily or weekly basis? Are you getting the idea that malnutrition isn't just a food issue? I hope so. Now, I'm going to bring all of this that I just talked about home with a scientific paper based on research from 2014 on the reprogramming of the epigenome and the transcriptome in human skeletal muscle after training. Now, this study showed scientists that exercise actually changes the shape and the function of our genes. As you likely know, the human genome is pretty freaking complex and pretty freaking dynamic. And depending on what biochemical signals or nutrients you feed them, your genes are constantly turning on and off. And when our genes are turned on, they express proteins that trigger physiological responses all over the body for both good and bad. Now, this is where epigenetics enters the equation and... Now, the fun begins for nerds like me anyway. Now, what scientists call epigenetic changes, now these occur on the outside of the gene through something called methylation. Now, during methylation, methyl groups or clusters of atoms attach themselves to the outside of the gene and make the gene more or less able to receive and respond to those biochemical signals I talked about. Now, scientists know that methylation patterns change when we make lifestyle changes, like eating certain foods or not eating others. But until recently, a lot less was known about how exercise affects methylation. Now, this brings us to that 2014 study where scientists at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm gathered 23 young, healthy men and women and performed muscle biopsies on them. They asked the 23 participants to exercise half of their lower bodies for three months. And yes, I said half of their lower bodies. And they did this by having the volunteers ride a bicycle using only one leg and leaving the other leg just dangling there unused and unexercised. Now, ingeniously, this actually turned one of their legs into a sort of control group. And then after they were done their one-legged pedaling at a moderate pace for 45 minutes, four times per week for three months, the scientists did more biopsies and calculated the results. The researchers found in those results that more than 5,000 sites on the genome of the muscle cells from the exercised leg had new methylation patterns. And the genes that were affected are genes that are known to play a role in metabolism, insulin response, and inflammation within the muscles. So in a nutshell, the genes that were methylated are the ones that affect how healthy and fit we are. So, okay, after all this, how does this relate to using your treadmill in ways that it was not intended for? Well, here's the thing. The gene changes were not found in the unexercised leg. And do you see where I'm going with this? Okay, back to biomechanist Katie Bowman and her movement nutrient analogy. So let's say you get plenty of vitamin walking. The genes associated with how healthy and fit you are get expressed in the muscles you used for walking. 
But like that unused leg on those cyclists we just talked about in that study, the rest of your muscles are left unnourished and those genes are left unexpressed. Now, this is exactly why I think mixing up your movement, doing some cross-training, using your treadmill in some unintended ways, well, it's just so very important. And in the end, this is also why I am so much more interested in tracking your planes of movement and your number of limbs used than I am in counting stupid calories as if they actually mean anything anyway. Am I right? All right. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Second Wind Fitness. My name is Brock Armstrong. Now, get out there and move more of your body more often in more and more interesting ways. <laughs>